Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Millennial Geek. We are your hosts. I am Robert, and with me as always... I am Brian. Yeah. Was that good enough for you? Was yeah, that, that was good, <laughs> yeah. You, you weren't like totally monotone. Uh, so, to start this off real fast, my uh, my voice is not the greatest, so it may go in and out. I will try to keep that under control for all y'all yeah. listening. It's okay. He's just finally hitting puberty. So. I know, right? <laughs> but it doesn't go up. It just goes like out. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Either way. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, how was your week? Uh, it was, you know, eh. It was it, the week <laughs> itself was actually pretty good. Um, just yesterday, two in the morning, waking up shaking and just ugh, sick all day, and now I'm just like recovering and meh. But yeah, other than that, it was pretty good. We, I, uh, I did my uh, my interview. And yeah. That, that went very well. Like it, like they liked me a lot. I like them a lot. Like I think this will work out pretty well. So cool. we just gotta wait a little bit for that whole background check. Yeah, because that's what that's we, a thing. That's yeah. a thing. <laughs> I don't. It's funny. Like I've thought about it uh, with other jobs that I had, and I don't remember ever doing background checks. Well, I have. Like I'm sure. I'm sure they do exist, but like no. I don't remember Walmart or any of those. But like I don't imagine really? that Walmart they would. Not that I remember. No, no. Yeah, Walmart hires everybody. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like. They were like, did you do a felony? I was like, no, cool, you're good. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool, yeah. Um, but yeah. Right on. Yeah, well, you? I mean, it's different for us, too. We're licensed yeah, exactly. you know, therapists, so background checks are required for obvious reasons. Right. Uh, right on, man. Well, I hope that works out. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Thank you. What about your week? What have you been up to? Work, man. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm working my, my life away right now. I figured 100%. out. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had I had yesterday off, but I, you know, I was doing laundry. I oh, managed yeah, yeah. to go to John Wick three, which was really good. Give that like an A minus for sure. Nice. Uh, we won't go. We got plenty to talk about, so I won't go yeah, too yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. This detail is not that. that episode. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, John Wick three. Check it out. Go see it. Um, but yeah, I figured out. So I've got four more days of work left starting today before my vacation, and so from May first to May twenty fifth, twenty fifth. I have worked 22 of 25 days, or I will have worked. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm a little tired, but it's worth it. Um, I probably saved an excessive amount of money for my vacation Good. for one person, but that's you know what I wanted to do because it wasn't only about saving for the vacation itself; it was also making sure I had money when I came home. Right. And I wasn't just broke. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, that's the shitty part about our jobs is that we don't have vacation. I mean, At least I, for the most part. I I have PTO, um, which I'm using. I don't think it's going to cover the whole week off, but it'll cover at least, like, I think, like, two or three days. Right. So that helps. I mean, it does help, but the thing is, like, even our PTO isn't our full pay because we get tips. It's true. Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to say, like, roughly half of my check is from tip. Not half. Uh, Sorry. A third. It's like, yeah, a it's third. like 30%. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is nice, and that's actually that's actually how I save money for the trip <clears> itself <throat> is just saving my cash tips. Oh yeah, like I've been paying for all my all my regular stuff, and then for the the flight, my my car and my Airbnb and all that with my checks, and just saving all my cash tips. Yep. So I have I've got more than enough money for my trip, and then have money for when I'm back. So I'm like, cool. Yeah, that was the way to do it. Oh uh, yeah, super excited going to Monterey, and yeah, I found a frisbee golf course right on the right on Did the. Did you ocean. really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that'll definitely be happening. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, fortunately, one of my friends told me about, big, I don't think I told you about this a couple of episodes, about Big Little Lies. 
yeah, uh, yeah, the show. Yep. So I know a bunch of places I can actually go check out, and I'm not just like going and you know just want, freelancing you know, it. Freelancing it. I mean, I kind of am a little bit because I didn't really plan a bunch. Okay. Like purposely didn't do that. I really just wanted yeah. to. I can go by myself. I don't really want to have a bunch of expectation of like, okay, I gotta go to this this thing mm. here at this time. Like I just kind of want to be able to wake up and be like, you know what? What, what, what do I feel like doing today? Do I want to go, you know, yeah. drive. I think there's a thing called Seventeen Mile Drive. That's like a nice, cool drive where you get to see a bunch of you know houses off ocean cliffs and things like that. I think is what it is. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is cool. And then there's parks and beaches and all that and <clears throat> Cannery Row. Where all the restaurants are at, and right. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just just play it by ear. I really don't want to put myself on some crazy schedule. Like the only thing that I'm definitely doing, I just haven't decided when, is the aquarium. Gotcha. Because yeah. every single person I've talked to about Monterey is like, dude, you gotta go to the aquarium. <laughs> That's when you're gonna go there and be like super disappointed. Probably. Like it's been, it's one of those situations where it gets hyped up so much and uh, doesn't exceed to expectations. <laughs> kind of like our topic today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> true story oh um, my god yeah yeah but then i'm coming back and i'm gonna start putting my house together finally so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean get now some, all your shit's on the ground yeah. so well yeah I, that wasn't intentional it just i know happened but. i know <laughs> doesn't make it any less on the ground it's true <laughs> forgot how little furniture i had <laughs> dude right was like you have like a couple of sticks of furniture yeah that's it you need you need a you need a table you need a a, a book stand yeah Bookcase. Bookcase, that's the word. I need some stuff in my bedroom too. Dresser, all that. So yeah. So that's the goal after vacation. But right now I'm just focused on getting into vacation. <laughs> that's fair. So right on. Goodness. Yeah. So topic of the hour. Yeah, Game of Thrones. <laughs> part two. This is the part two episode so of this episodes four through six. Yep. Um, I was going to try to go back and watch all of them again yesterday. I just didn't have time. Right. So was I, because I really um, wanted to go through episode four a little more detail. Yeah. Because in my opinion, it is the worst episode of the season of or the series. Probably Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that without going back and watching all of them specifically. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> but... my problem. Like, yeah, I would need to watch all of them for context purposes, but like, Jesus Christ, that episode has a lot of things wrong with it. And I think it really hi- the highlights of what's wrong with it come from literally the next episode. Like, the contrast between the two episodes of four and five are just okay. so damning. So, in my opinion, mm-hmm. this is how this goes. So, we'll, I'll, we'll start with talking about number four. Yeah. Um, I'll let you, I'll let you lead this off. What did you feel about it? Like, you know, I. <laughs> Mostly, mostly didn't let, dislike it until the end. Okay. From what I remember, like it was, I was okay. Like I understood what was going on. I understood. I mean, they were trying to show, you know, Daenerys being more and more isolated. Um, then you know her recognizing that. Um, but by the end, I really was just like, okay, this is no, um, this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the biggest thing for me was like, you know, the the way. Again, but okay, so spoilers, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to post that on the title of the the track as well, but spoilers ahead, of course. Um, But where they really finally lost me is when Viserys just gets shot out of the air. There's so many things wrong with that. And I'm just I'm just kind of like, there's what? Like, how how are you not expecting any of that? 
how are you not expecting an attack? How do you like they have been preparing for you this entire time while you've been up north and you're just kind of flying around willy nilly and then he just gets shot out of the sky and then the attack happens and then Masande gets captured. Like the whole thing just happened really, really fast and just not in a way that made sense. Yeah. Um, and then jumping right into the next scene, basically being them trying to get Masande back and then Masande dying was just kind of like, wow, we're, we're just hitting full gas pedal at this point. Like, no, (laughs) there were so many things like wrong with that scene in particular that I, we could probably spend the whole episode just talking about that. And it just, it looks so out of place from the rest of the show. Like it just does not belong there. It really looks just kind of thrown together. And just like you're saying, like, what? Why? Why are this? Why, why does this scene exist? Why are we doing this here? The, everything about that scene is wrong. That's the <laughs> yeah. problem with it. Yeah. Like, so my highlight specifically with that scene mm. is Viserion got hit with three bolts at least, potentially four. That's why yeah. I need to rewatch it. I don't know exactly, but I know minimum three: one yeah. in the wing, one in the chest, one in the neck. Yeah. Uh, from ships that were behind an island that were not seen by the dragons at that point. Yeah. So literally these ships blind fired through the sky and hit not, him. And hit him yeah. Dead accuracy. Just bam, bam, bam. Like there wasn't like bolts around. It wasn't like a volley and three managed to hit at the same time. Yeah. It was three individual shots perfectly done. Yeah. Which make no fucking sense because you had no line of sight. Yeah. As they clearly show, because the dragon keeps flying, and all of a sudden the ships come out from yeah. behind the island. Yeah. Never should have happened. At all. And in the second case, if it, if the ships did show up, she's on a fucking dragon. She has aerial vision of all this. Yeah. There sh- they should have been able to see that, and been able to prepare for that, and been like, oh shit. I was like, is there something shooting at me? lift 10 feet in the air yeah. congratulations we're talking about like medieval technology here yeah. they don't have that kind of accuracy like it's 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 completely absurd on its own yeah. the second part about that is you you cut away from her flying away and then you have the ships and then all of a sudden you cut away and all of her fleet is destroyed yeah. still out in the middle of the ocean what the fuck? How the fuck did she have hundred plus troops at the door <laughs> for when Masande was captured? Yeah. How did they find Masande within this whole like clusterfuck of shit? Yeah. And why did they think that she was important enough to actually like capture? Because I get that she was at the meeting mm-hmm. with all of the leaders and like, yeah. yeah, cool, okay, she was a person there, but she was not sitting. Like, a person of importance. She was a standing vessel. There was no reason to claim that, or no reason to think that she had any more importance than anyone in that entire fleet. Um, So why did you capture her? And then why did you send forth that we had her? How did they know that they had her? Like, I didn't see runners or anything being no. told. It was just all of a sudden they were yeah. told. Well, and that's where unquote. this season in general, it just is way too fast. Like, yeah. everything is moving. There's no explanation for anything. Yeah. You know, we're not getting enough context for what was going on. Um. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's just the end of the episode. Oh, well. You know, the whole episode itself. I mean, like I said, the beginning, like, the beginning I was like, okay, we're, we're mourning and then we're celebrating being alive. We're, you know, Daenerys is making, trying to make a power play, putting Gendry 
you know, back in the, you know, legitimizing him, so to speak. I thought that um, was a really smart move, and yeah. it, it showed that it showed that uh, Daenerys was still in her right mind to still be playing the game. Yeah. Like, it showed that she wasn't crazy at that point. No. Yeah. She didn't, like, losing Jorah wasn't enough to push her off. But she, I think, at that moment, she was good until she realizes she sees, you know, everyone talking to John and calling him a king. No, no, no. She realizes how isolated she actually is in that moment. She, I, I get that feeling. I get the feeling like, yeah, she is isolated, but she still understands the game enough because she was already isolated and put more uh, emphasis on making Gendry into something that people could cheer about. Mm-hmm. As a play for later for loyalty. Yeah. Like, she understood what she was doing and she understood the situation that she was in. Was she happy about it? No. That's why she walked away. Yeah. Um, but I feel like... I feel like she knew enough for it to be okay. And honestly, when John and her were back in the room at that point, mm. literally, all John had to do was like, hey, I need some time to really process this. Yeah. That's if honestly, if that conversation happened either on her part or his part, like if she was like, look, I need you like I'm alone, like if she would have like opened up truly or if he would have opened up truly about what they were feeling, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have broken. Yeah, that's yeah. A hundred percent. Like literally it took one conversation because she needed to feel loved and he needed time. And if they would have just literally explained that. I think both of them could have been fine with all this whole situation. Well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I feel like TV shows in general do a really bad job of characters actually explaining how they feel on purpose, mm-hmm. so that people get upset and there's a reaction and then there's drama. I feel like that's just how TV shows work. I, even even sitcoms. It's like you know if these people would just actually explain how they feel instead of kind of like pussyfooting around it, you wouldn't have you know there would be more. Yeah. understanding but there would be less drama and the show would may not be as entertaining see you say that but like may i don't know i'm just you know? no no no. i get that but like look at the past of the show yeah. they don't really play on that at all I, they don't really i mean there's not a ton of relationships in game of thrones other than like jamie and cersei that's not really the main focus of the show i mean like friendship yes but not you know i mean I would disagree completely because the whole point is like Sansa and Joffrey, like that was the relationship we're talking. Yeah, but those but um, those were all. What's the son's name that got beheaded at the red wedding? Like Rob. Yeah, yeah, Rob's. Like, I mean, they're there, but it's not. You know, <clears throat> I think they're just as much of an integral part of what of building these characters as anything mm. else in the show. I think they do it fairly regularly enough for it to be of a higher impact. Mm. Um, I mean, Tyrion with uh, his whore. I don't even remember her name. Shay. Shay. Yeah, okay, I'm going back and thinking. Like, there's, now, now that you got me thinking about it. Yeah, there's a lot um, of that. And, mm. like, there is very little, uh, like, of that happening. There's mm. very little, like, stereotypical TV where it's, oh, if they would have just talked, it would have been fine. No, yeah. it's, like, they already talk. Like, they're already pretty open. Well, actually, well, now I'm thinking about it, though, like, Shay and Tyrion for specifically because I remember watching that episode a couple months back mm-hmm. where he tries to push her away and he's basically te- like he basically just tells her you know to fuck off like you were just you know you were just my whore da, 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 da. and that's why she turns on him and I forgot about that part mm-hmm. 
the first time, like when I went back and watched it, because when I saw the his trial and she gets up and said everything, I was like, that bitch, like, what a fucking dirty move. And then I went back and watched it. I was like, oh, a couple episodes before that, before the actual wet wedding or purple wedding, whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he flat out tries to put, and he's doing it to push her away. He's not right, he does, but he's crying he as he feels, and he's crying as he's doing it. But he's still telling her, like, you know, um, whereas saying, like, you know, granted, she was pretty hard-headed and wasn't really accepting what he was wanting to say before that anyway, but being able to say, look, you're not staying here. I care about you, but you cannot stay here. It is not safe. Right. Period. But she wasn't listening to that. She wasn't listening to that. Um, But having to that turn and being able to continue to, instead of changing it and saying, well, you're just my horror continuing that like that's still a mis- miscommunication but we're getting into a whole different part of the, yeah, we're, the show uh, yeah the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the last thing i really want to talk about with episode four in particular was uh uh brianne and jamie mm-hmm. i oh, yeah. i like i'm okay like i thought it was honestly unnecessary i felt like it was way more of a like rest, service. like yeah like it, i don't think it was necessary because of the character that brianne is I felt got a lot more gratification and satisfaction satisfaction from being knighted by yeah. him earlier than the whole sex thing. Like yeah. I don't see that as a high point in either of their plot story. Yeah. Like I thought it was just an unnecessary thing that happened and unfortunately it makes it really rough when you see Brienne crying over him leaving yeah when that's really against her character to like break down in public yeah she is not one to do that at all like at all and the only reason that it's even remotely acceptable is because you made her into that the woman Mm -hmm. like archetype uh after having sex with him Mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah i felt like you you did a disservice in showing Brianna Tarth when she had done so much to become what she is yeah. and like really built herself as a character not not as a woman character as a character yeah. and I feel like you just you literally made her into a woman character at that scene mm. and I'm like eh I mean yeah I don't I don't disagree with you I feel like maybe that was kind of the the purpose though was to show that you know she is this strong person but she is still a person who has feelings mm-hmm and, you know, does get hurt, I mean, when someone abandons her like that, you know. I mean, um, I get it, but, like, I don't know. I'm not, I am I just wasn't a big fan of the whole thing no. of it. I, thought I, it. I wasn't a big fan, especially after him just leaving. Yeah. It was just kind of like, okay, like, why did you even do that? Yeah. Just, it, that was, like, and that's where I go, like, it just was a fan service. Like, half the people wanted Tormund and her to get together, half the people wanted Jamie and her to get together. They picked one, they made it happen, and... and there we go, we got there it. There we go, we got it. Yeah. God. Um, yeah, so four was a clusterfuck of problems. Mm. Five... Five highlights the problems with it, because in episode four, right at the end, mm. Sirion gets destroyed. Episode five comes around, yep. and Drogon destroys everything without a scratch on him. Yep. And it makes no fucking sense how Viserion died like a little bitch when Drogon was there. Like, you look at the number of ships, you look at the number of ballista they had on there, at minimum, a hundred shots had to have been made against Drogon. Zero out of a hundred. Viserion got hit three out of three. Yeah. 
That's like that. That's what we're talking. I mean, like, granted, he wasn't you know bobbing and weaving and whatnot, but but still, still, yeah. like we're talking about massive distance of an aerial target. Yeah, like it's not a even like a bait like. If it was a jet or something, they fly on a, like a completely straight path. But we're talking about like actual creatures. Yeah. They bob and weave up and down with yeah. their beats of their wings. Like it just happens naturally. So yeah. I'm just it, it was so upsetting. Like in a vacuum, episode five is probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. It was beautifully a, shot. Yeah, beautifully shot. I like. I enjoyed it a lot. Actually, mm-hmm. I did. You know, it was kind of. Hard to believe that she was able to do that all with one dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at least the beginning part. Once she started, you know, burning the city, like yeah, that obviously she could do with one dragon. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but getting rid of all those ships and all the, all, know, the, all the ones on the tower, all the bullets on top of the towers and all that, it was just kind of like, really? Like it was that easy? That easy. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which made me think like. Why the fuck didn't she just take it in the first episode? Yeah. Like, just show up in King's Landing with the three dragons and be like, hey, well, fuck So that you. was back in season seven. She could have done I know. That. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, it, that's, yeah. like, why didn't, like, why the fuck did we not, like... Because Tyrion was, fucked up. That was dumb. He should have just been like, just take it real fast. Yeah. Because literally just burn down the key. But either way. Yeah. Anyway, that's now, we're talking other shit. Like, of the episode no, that's, itself. That has been the most common question that's been brought up to me when I've talked about this with people is... Really? Well, if she could have done that, why didn't she just do that? Mm-hmm. Like, because well, all her advisor were, advisors were telling her not to. Yeah, because they wanted because they didn't they wanted peace. They didn't want to do it with the dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, which I get, but at the same time, when she was more stable, she couldn't control that shit. She could have controlled it and literally just taken out the defenses. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it would have freaked people out. But but it, it would have shown it, it would have shown strength and it would have shown mercy as well because she didn't burn the entire city to the ground. Right. <laughs> there was so much like. God. Yeah, there was so much within that that episode that was so wrong. One, my biggest complaint with this whole thing is the amount of soldiers that existed after the fact. Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. You're talking like a minimum 20,000 soldiers managed to stuff themselves into Winterfell for that, like, yeah. and survive after the battle. Like... The number of units that lived makes zero sense. Yeah. At well, all. Yeah. When I, when I was looking, even the last episode, I was looking, I was like, so Darthraki not slowly to have like a respawn time yeah. or oh, something? Oh, yeah. Like, no. What the fuck? That last episode, <laughs> it was absurd the amount of Dothraki that were still alive. Like, yeah. there was enough for another call. Yeah. Like, that was clearly enough to continue on with that. Yeah. And the amount of Unsullied was, I was looking, I was trying to do the math on it because it looked like it was about like 25 by at least 15 um, soldiers on each side. So 25 by 15, fully through, and then you had the units lining up the thing. And that's not to mention the probable units that are all around the city, like the small group that had, uh, that was like holding those captives uh, with uh, Grey Worm. Like, we're talking hundreds of Unsullied left. Yeah. No, that's, there was no way that many Unsullied survived all this. Yeah. At least not with the battle you showed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, maybe in the battle that gets explained in the book, yeah. that number might be acceptable, but the, the the show, you showed an entire castle being fucking overrun. Yeah. There was no place for anyone to hide. Like, you should have, at most, a hundred soldiers. Yeah. And yet you still have several thousand. Exactly, yeah, it's 
It was absurd. Yeah. Um, but I there were definitely parts of that episode that I liked. I was I was completely astounded that she was burning the whole city down. Like I knew she was gonna go crazy. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Yep. But I did not think she was gonna just burn the whole city down. So that was kind of like, oh shit, okay. The, um, I feel like if they would have taken out about thirty minutes worth of all, like between the three episodes, if they would have taken like thirty minutes out of the amount of stare time that has no context, that's literally yep. just a visual shot. Yep. If they would have taken all those as like thirty minutes worth of that out of the episodes, yep. and would have put in just a couple of scenes. Of her talking by herself, like showing the yeah. true breaking of her yeah. mind. Yeah, it, I would have been a hundred percent fine with her burning the city. Yeah, like and that, it, it well, would have explained where, it. That's where my biggest problem with this season in general is like you, you guys could have done more episodes. Mm-hmm. And you made needed it, it and made it much more of a flushed out story where we see there's an episode in between, you know, or we end it with you know four with Viserion dying and everybody washing up on shore, and then episode five starts. With the Masande scene, and then we watch her Daenerys spiral out for that whole episode of okay, I've, and that's when the you know Varys, Varys poisoning her takes place, and we see this whole her not being able to trust anybody oh, and yeah. solely going crazy and and realizing like she is all alone and seeing that development as opposed to it being told where almost half the people who were watching the episode didn't even realize that's what Varys was doing. Was trying to poison her. Yeah, they never. I mean, they only like <laughs> hinted at the whole thing. They but... hinted at it, but like, like it went over my head at first. So I yeah. was like, "Wait a second. Oh, okay. Like, it, you know, like if they had taken more time to actually develop all this up, it would have made a lot more sense. And I think people would have been less upset with her turning that way mm-hmm. because they would have saw, oh yeah, she's she's lost it. Right. She has lost it. And then they, if, with the time they gave, they did kind of do that, but it still wasn't really enough considering how long they've developed other character developments like that in the show. Especially with her being the character that you've... like, They literally showed her growing and becoming this, and then they had her as this ultimate hero, and then didn't show... They showed, like, two episodes... Like, two scenes of where she would have shifted. And it's, like, not... It's not enough for me to, like, really believe that she lost her mind. Yeah. Um, And... This uh, Varys, yeah, never would have happened that way. He has been a fucking methodical about every move. Every move that he's ever made has been well thought out, well done. Like he's always watched every angle. He even talks about how he's like, I've served more kings than anyone. Um, like there's a reason he's a freaking super intelligent person who knows how to hide his tracks and do things only when necessary. And all of a sudden, he's just like, "Hey, John. Hey, let's let's go kill the queen." Yeah. Like yeah, that. No. That scene in particular, I was like, "That's he would never do that. Never, never, never do that." It makes absolutely like that is him. They're losing. That's him losing it too. Like he's. Mm-hmm. That's not how he works at all. Right. And that's where, like I said, having an extra episode at least of watching all that take place of her. It wouldn't have. You know, it would have. Yeah. It would have been better. Oh. <laughs> there was, I felt like I felt like a lot of the characters stopped being themselves. Almost all of them. Almost every single character went against their nature and became someone completely different just to make the ending fit. Yeah. Instead of explaining things and showing how they would happen, 
it it's just the absurdity of the whole thing is a little annoying. Um, episode true. episode five was a very well done yeah. episode though. Golden Company was completely useless and just yeah. absurdly like. That, why the yeah, fuck that was did another, you even bring them in? Then? Yeah, that was another thing that pissed me off too. Is like why are why are they even here? Like they literally were just stomped out immediately. Yeah, and there was this whole big you know they made this whole big pop and circumstance of them coming and it being a big deal that they were there. And they just get wiped out. It was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, like, oh, God. Um, and then, you know, like, the Jamie of it all as well was super frustrating. Jamie and Cersei. That's actually probably my biggest disappointment in the whole se- in the whole season is that Cersei didn't die the way she should have, in my opinion. I um, Granted, I did go back, and apparently I read something that the prophecy that they show in the, sh- in the show... Is not the same as the one in the books, so they don't actually say in the show that she dies from her little brother, which I did not know. I forgot about that. I thought they did. So I get Jamie not being the one to kill her, but I still think she should have been executed, assassinated, something. It should have been something more dramatic. I I I thought about it again, and I was like, I would have been okay with Cersei's death exactly the way it was if they would have just shown more of the the violence of what what it means to be crushed to death with stone yeah like literally just like have her get hit in the head with a stone and fall and like another one just like break something like have it like give me the visual satisfaction yeah instead of doing the fucking shit that they did which was a cg uh fucking landfall in front of them so that blocks out the camera like no let me see that shit yeah like that's all you had to do, and I would have been totally fine with it. But here's <laughs> here's the problem: as we roll into the final episode of this, fucking when Tyrion goes down there mm-hmm. and finds their fucking bodies, he's literally walking through patches of unfallen area. Yeah, these two fucking idiots could have survived if they would have moved <laughs> ten feet to the side. Yeah, it's no oh, yeah. that's so infuriating. Like literally, they could have lived. Yeah, it's true. They could have. It made no fucking like I'm, yeah. I'm well, insanely upset with that. Yeah. Before we jump into the final episode, though, okay. we still have a couple. We still no, you're good. Because uh, you know Arya and the Hound, and their little mm. journey as well. I um, mm. and the Hound in the Mountain, which I actually thought was a very beautiful done, very well done, great fight and story overall. Yeah. The the Hound, I think, is the only true story that i feel was a hundred percent like every yeah. every aspect of the hound story was done correctly and shown beautifully throughout everything agreed yeah um aria's was almost to that point until the season there was a couple of hiccups i thought i think overall it still was a really well done mm. um at like point where he's just like hey you need to not come yeah. kind of moment and like I just wish I would have been like there just needed to be one more episode between four and five that showed Daenerys like breaking, showed like why uh, uh, Varys was talking in this way and what he was yeah. doing, and then give me the the conversations between the Hound and Arya the as they down. make their way into the into King's Landing, like that mm-hmm. whole because that 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 episode. Uh, I don't even remember what season was when it was the Arya and the Hound mm-hmm. before they get Needle back and or uh, when they get Needle three I believe like yeah I think it's three like that whole episode thing yeah. for it 
was probably one of my favorite episodes because they're just great characters. Yeah. And you had them do it again, and then you didn't give it to me. <laughs> I was pissed. Because <laughs> uh, that would have that would have given the real good explanation. Because at the point of her leaving, she was still very much, I'm gonna kill this bitch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like a split second decision of like, no, I don't think that's enough. I think her yeah. him explaining the consequences on the ride yeah. over there would have been enough though yeah i agree and that's again that's where we just keep going back to like we we needed at least one more episode mm-hmm. to really flush things out i would argue two for the first three fully yeah and and, yep. and another one for the first three to do four and then one for the back back three to do four as well yeah to at least flush it out enough to make it a, a real full story Mm-hmm. Um, and we just didn't, you know, for whatever reason, we just didn't get that. And also, with considering the fact that they did have enough time in these extended episodes to have told that story as well, because they were all longer, well, for the they most did, part. Yeah, and I they feel did like it they to just show off the battle. They used their time poorly. Yeah. They could have done things differently. They could have done a little bit more flushed out story, or they could have just broken it up into more episodes. We all would have been fine with that. Totally. Um. And then, let's see, was there was Hound, Arya. I think that was everybody. That more or less what happened in that episode. I, I don't really fully understand the, the final scene with Arya and the horse. Like, it was beautifully beautiful, very well, you know, shot and all that. But especially I, considering going into the last episode where she ends up not doing anything, it's kind of like, okay. Because there's the whole, you know, oh, it's, you know, death on a pale horse or whatever that everybody thought it was. Oh, is that what they were trying that's to say? What, yeah, that's what everybody on the internet was saying. Um, but she was gonna, she was gonna be the one to kill Daenerys, you know, or whatever. I mean, like uh, I said, it was, an, it was a nice shot. I, you know, she got out safely. That's great. But again, you, that was like a solid minute and a half of screen time, with no, with no context, real context or, or anything to do with the story. Yeah. Other than hey, there was a horse there, and she got out safely. Okay, cool. Well, she could have just as easily walked out of there. Yeah. At that point, because it was done. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, they just, I don't know. Um, I, I, I agree. That although, scene was useless. Watching her run through all of that was, that was very well done as well. Like, her in right. the chaos and all that. Very well shot. The episode alone is a great episode. It's it's very good story for just an episode. <laughs> yeah. if you, it's, it's very well done. It's shot beautifully. Like, all that stuff. It just, that seems to be the common theme for this season is it's like the episode itself isn't bad but in context of these characters greater story and all that it doesn't make any sense none <laughs> it, uh, I, I feel like I feel like yeah I, we, we're gonna always we all land on the same problems with this last season and that is context they they just they gave it shorter season, a shorter season, just for the sake of making it shorter. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, presumably everybody was ready to move on. Presumably, cast, cast crew. All but that, I haven't read which anything, I, which I get. But I, that's the thing. Yeah. I like I've been looking for stuff that's really? saying like the cast was like, no, we only want to do this. We want to get out. We want to do our own things. We may. I haven't, I haven't seen anything about that. We may hear more about that now right. that the show's over. Because Agreed. A lot of them probably weren't allowed to talk about. That's fair. That kind of stuff while the show was going. That's fair, but like <laughs> I, but that's what I mean. Like, I have not heard anything about any character being like, yeah, I wanna, I wanted to move on. Like I was really pushing for that button to be like, all right, we're done. Yeah. 
And it just seems like right now, at this point in time, without anyone coming out and talking about it, that it was 100% on the writers being like, no, we can we can tell this story. It was almost arrogance on their part. Yeah. Like, we can tell the story in this many episodes because we're going to show some massive battle scenes that are super cool and super cinematic-y. And you fucked up. Yeah. Because well, that's not what Game of Thrones is about. No. Like, yes, they've had some very epic, amazing battles in the show, but like what it's one about a season is the at most is the the characters. It's the stories. Yep. It's, we want to know what's going on with them. It's not okay. Who you know? It's not you know duking it out and all that. Like no. yes, there is fighting, but it's not the main part of the show. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. Um, so and yeah, with the last episode, starting like again, very long extended opening scene with Tyrion walking through King's Landing. Yep. Okay. I, you know, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like literally um, Arya's scene, like in last episode, in episode five, yep. was more than sufficient in giving us that that reality of what the fuck happened. Yeah. That we didn't need to see. Yeah. Like the only part that was necessary for him was for him to go down and find uh, yeah. Jamie and Cersei, yeah. which is fine. Like that 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 needed to be a thing, but you could have cut that that travel time in half. I agree. It just it just just a lot of, and I get it's a very visually driven show. Mm-hmm. They love those kind of shots and those those moments. But again, you're you're taking when you're condensing your time. I want to go and, back and you know, watch seasons like one, two, and three to see if it is actually like that. Because I honestly don't remember there being this many like cutscenes away of just like twenty, thirty seconds of just like looking at the character standing there with just an emotion on their face mm-hmm. and then panning into with the scenery. Like, I don't remember that being a major thing, and I need to watch the earlier episodes just to make sure. I mean, I don't know about the first season or so, but it is kind of a... It is a common thing that happens in the show. And they, like I said, in general, the it may, telling the visual story is very important to them in the show and in that. And I get that. That's part of, you know, being a visual story, <laughs> being television and movies or whatever. Um, but, you know, just using your time, that episode in particular was just, uh, the last episode was just a lot of really beautiful shots put together. Yeah. It felt like. Yep. Um, which, you know, again, from a visual standpoint, awesome, totally great. But when you're trying to tell a story, you you can't rely on just that. No. Especially a story that is as complex as this one is. Yeah, that, that you know. people have so much invested in the characters, and like they, you've gone through and shown pretty much all of their highs and lows throughout their lives in just these short couple seasons. Like you just you, you dissatisfy the the ending with how little that you're gonna give. But we go from. That scene to then, I think it was Jon Snow walking through mm. and then stopping Grey Worm. Yeah. And then literally Jon Snow walking again to try, like, he's like, oh, we'll go talk to the queen. But somehow Grey Worm gets there first. Yeah. Grey Worm has the instant <laughs> teleport thing. And, like, it just, that really bothered me because that's that's not 
anything on the actors. That's not anything on the writers. Or yeah. that well, ha- that's 100%. No, it's not on the writers. That's on the directors and well, the editors. the directors were the writers. Just that, oh, were they, were yeah, they the, the same crea- people? The creators. The oh, yeah. Creators then, the show yeah then, it's, this then it is their fucking fault. Yeah. But it's 100% editors as well being like... like I noticed that way more with these last couple episodes was continuity between scenes. Yeah. Almost, like, failed horribly. Also, the we can talk about the fucking coffee cup and the water bottle. Like, coffee cup was in episode five on the table. Four. Oh, yeah, that was four. four. Yeah. Um, and there was a water bottle behind one of the actor's uh, foot in the final... Uh, yeah, like, the final the scene. The council or scene. The council scene, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was... Come the fuck on, guys. Like, we could probably go through the whole season and not find a single fucking problem. But in two episodes, like, in three episodes, you have two episodes with that shit? Like, you guys were rushed. Like, I'm wondering where money went. Like, who, who had all, who took all this money? Because clearly, you took it away from some editors. Well, it's probably the cast. (laughs) <laughs> like, which oh yeah, what's her face? Uh, the queen, uh, Cersei. Yeah, Lena Headley. Yeah, she made like a million dollars an episode. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. For Probably. fucking standing in a window. <laughs> like fuck off. Like I I I don't give a fuck. Like you didn't yeah. deserve it. I. Sorry. <laughs> like you deserve residuals yeah. from the show henceforth, but Absolutely, like you did yeah. not <laughs> deserve you did not deserve a million in an episode for that. You didn't do shit. Sorry. Yeah. True. Yeah, literally didn't do anything in this episode Mm-mm. or this season. This season at yeah. all. Like she no. Uh, if that and if that's the case, I'm sure a lot of others got paid for nothing, like but, what they should have been. Now, John Snow and Daenerys, they got paid for exactly what they got paid for. Yeah. I thought their acting was amazing. Like mm-hmm. I, I can fully say that this was not an actor problem mm-hmm. in any capacity from anyone. Yeah. I thought they were all acted and portrayed beautifully. Mm-hmm. I agree, absolutely. It, no, it was definitely a writer, writer issue. Yeah, the story itself just wasn't on par with what we've come to expect. Yeah. Um, I did like I did like uh, um, uh, Tyrion uh, uh, pulling the pin, yeah, pulling the pin, tossing yeah. the shit like fucking that that yeah. little bout of like what did oh, what did she say? You betrayed yeah, me. Yeah, you betrayed me. And she's like, and, and you burned, burned the city. And just, yeah. It was a good line. Yeah, it was good. Was, yeah. It was very like, well, and I mean, Peter Dinklage, man, oh, he absolutely my favorite actor on that show. Oh yeah, just I mean, and granted, Tyrion has kind of been fucking up for a few seasons, but even still, Peter Dinklage has done a fantastic job. Fantastic job. He's definitely my favorite actor on that show. Yeah, um, yeah hands down. And but I thought he was, he has also been true to his character for the most part. Like yes, he it felt like he kind of was making bad decisions for a while there mm-hmm. and definitely fucking up. Yeah. But his character, once he realized what he'd done and what he'd allowed to happen, right. there was no way for him to, to accept that. He was, nope, this is not how this goes. Yeah, at that point, it's just it's just that, at that point, it's too much. Yeah. Like, he, he had always been okay with a certain level of you know abuse or anything yeah. like that uh, he always veered away from it and always tried to veer others away from it um but he his he broke there and yeah. like that i think think that showing of burning the city and everything with him seeing uh 
them dead, Cersei and uh, Jamie, yeah. which I ugh, anyway, I'll, I don't think I'll ever get over that scene yeah. at all because um, it was just dumb. They're yeah. only underneath a single layer of rock like he should have never been able to find their bodies, period. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was it, it was a strange thing that he I don't know. He said these things and he like he showed himself as someone of like true in- integrity yeah when i guess it's not strange i guess i should say it differently but like he he showed himself in tr- with true integrity and just finished that character arc beautifully right there like mm-hmm. i would have been okay if if he was put to death right there yeah um it was very well done and then she puts him in jail quote unquote and i was like eh, she's not really one for waiting. Yeah. Like, she would have probably called the dragon right there and burned him on the spot. Yeah. Which is what she's done. Uh, numerous and, times. Numerous times. Like, it's like, why why wait this one particular time? Yeah. I yeah, don't know. All for the sake of making the story comfortable for what they wanted. Right. Um, although, with that scene, though, too, the scene with the dragon behind her as she's walking out, again, Beautiful. Beautiful. Can't can't say enough about how it was actually shot. Like cinematography did a fantastic job. Yep. Yep. Um, and then going forward through that and getting to the, where you know the kind of the pivotal pinnacle scene of the episode, which is when John kills Danny. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I I thought it was right, especially since it was basically fulfilling the prophecy as well of what or her vision of what she saw in the House of Undying. Yeah. Of actually not getting to sit down on the throne. Yeah. Um, but I was r- really confused up to that point the first time I watched it. I did manage to watch that episode again. Uh, the final episode? The final episode, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. um, John is just adamant, like, she's my queen, she's my queen, she's my queen. Mm-hmm. And then he just kills her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, okay. And then I went back and watched it. I was like, oh, he's, he's preparing to die. He's fully accepting that he's going to kill her and Drogon is going to just kill him. Yep. Oh yeah. That's like you could see it on his face when Drogon pulls shows up. He's just ready for it. He's just like, okay, that, like, this, you were always is... my queen, and that's what's going to happen. Yep. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> and we see the throne get melted. I'm, I'm torn on that whole I visual aspect. I still am. I still, yeah, I still <laughs> am. The more I think about it, the more I'm. I, I'm not. The funny thing is, I'm not settling either way mm. i'm still torn like i thought it was very uh, a very fitting symbolic message but mm. i don't think i like it in the end of just like the nature of a dragon they they from what they've shown of it and everything like that it doesn't seem like it would hold that level of restraint um for anything and plus we just watched him literally breathe buildings into dust yeah but this iron chair yep that's the one thing that fucking takes forever (laughs) to destroy well i mean it was forged by dragonfire as well so it would make sense that it would take supposedly well yeah i mean that's what that's the story is that that is the story (laughs) but like you look at it and even then even if it's forged it should have been launched the fuck out. Like, that thing should have been flown the fuck away like most of the buildings were. Yeah. Like, everything was blown the fuck well, up. Well, unless it's, like, literally 
forged melted, into the ground, but, which is what it looked like. Right, but it okay. would be melted, like, if it was forged into the ground, that's fine, but it would have to be dragon forged for it to be kept there yeah. in the ground. Like, being, there's two different things there, and I don't know, I like, again, I don't know the whole story behind it, so, like, I can, yeah. I'll get away, I'll be okay with it in the end, but, like, it just, it's silly. Yeah. It was a silly scene. Like, he would have fucking either bitten the head off of Jon Snow or burned him alive. Like, well, that, I think that was the whole thing, is he was also a Targaryen, so that's why he felt like he couldn't, I guess. Right, but, um, I mean, I guess there was, I mean, like, yeah, they showed that he could touch him. Yeah. Um, Like, there was at least some sort of level of bond there, but it's like, do we really, do you really want to... Sh- expect that to be enough of a bond yeah. for me to be okay with that. Like, for it to be an okay scene. Yeah. I hear you. I just... Uh, I don't know. I I appreciated why it had to happen. Danny dying. Like, it obviously it had to happen. Um, and But then, going after that and realizing that John wasn't immediately killed by Grey Worm. Immediately like killed. Immediately killed by Grey Worm makes no sense None. To me. None. You know, like I get okay, Drogon. Tar- he's Jon's Targaryen. All right, like I can, I can, I can live with that. Yeah. But then we cut to the next scene, and not only is Grey Worm not killed him, but he is allowing the rulers of Westeros to tell him what to do. No shit. And I'm just gonna like, um, I mean, I get Grey Worm is not really like he's a military mind, right? And he's not really diplomacy or all that, but like, why is he why making is he someone a king? Like, why is he even allowing these people to dictate anything? Anything. Like, fuck he, it, I'm the king. Like you know He's like, I mean? yeah, like, like yeah. even if he's not, even, even if he doesn't even take the no. throne of king, he's like, I am the head of war. No. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to wage war. No. It's like, well, and I guess that was kind of the point too, is they said they, somehow they still had thousands of Northmen troops outside the gates of King Landing. Somehow. Somehow that <laughs> happened. Where all these people are coming from, who the fuck knows. Yeah, like, um, uh, but that was just kind of like, okay, why, why is he allowing these people to have so much power? When at this point, all the only thing that makes them powerful is just their name. Like, there's no, mm-hmm. like, nobody's got any fucking money at this point. Nobody's nope. got any men. Nope. Every, like, or well, as far as we've seen, nobody should have any men. They shouldn't you have know? men, but apparently, <laughs> yeah, there's thousands of thousands of units still up there and alive, yeah. and it's like, no, there's fucking not, you fucking assholes. Yeah. Um. I Jon Snow shouldn't have been alive. No. Even in that kind of moment, I don't think even uh, Tyrion should be alive. I'm pretty yeah. sure Grey Worm would have killed them. Would have killed them both by himself. Just been like stab, yeah. cool stab. Yep, cool done. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't see any of that nonsense. But all right, now we move into the whole the council part of it. Yeah. I got some serious issues with that shit too. I fucking hate that scene as one of my least favorite scenes as okay. well uh, because of fucking Sansa. Yeah. Fuck her. Like, <laughs> you, we get to the point where Bran gets chosen. First off, don't agree at all with that choice. Bran should not have been the king. Uh, well, and so I don't disagree with you, but mm-hmm. I also feel like I, I do and I don't. Like, I agree with the reasons Tyrion gave, but I also feel like if that was the way they were planning on going, they could have made Bran a lot more lucid throughout the rest of the season. That's 
yeah. and like more aware of what's going on so that you could see like, oh, this is actually a functioning human being still. Yeah. As opposed to showing him basically just off in his own world, which is where he was. And, and then he, all of a sudden just being like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the one other scene we see him with, he's actually kind of, you know, coherent again as well. And it's like, okay, well, where has this guy been Yeah, for the whole season? Like, yeah. It just made no sense at that point. It's just like, okay, like I get the reasons and I understand that. But if you would like, but the way he has acted thus far makes no sense why he would want, why he would be leader. He no. wouldn't want it. He would be like, no, I don't. He even said he couldn't be Lord of Winterfell. Right. Like <laughs> there was, there's so many memes of that right now. Yeah. I'm just like, it's like, bitch, that's why I'm here. Like fucking, <laughs> oh God. He's yeah. like, of course he can't be Lord of Winterfell. He's gonna be the king. Yeah, it's fucking absurd. I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of him being the chosen king of this whole nonsense. But the problem with it is Sansa being like, the, the North won't bow to another king. It's like, um, yes, they will. They're bowing to you. Yeah, like you're a queen, not a king, but it's still the same fucking thing. And they would bow because guess what? Bran, Bran is, is a Stark. Dead. You fucking idiot. And then, all of a sudden, you have just the North breaking apart? I'm sorry. Why the fuck would Dorne stay? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of these other countries and most of these other people like, oh, that's an option? We can just not... Fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. Like, why the fuck was that not a thing? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's how it should have been. Yeah. Where none of them have... There, like basically the whole throne and the whole kingdom basically is Separates. broken into their own individual kingdoms again and kind of have the meetings between nations to like keep yeah. peace. Yeah. Like that's all you would have needed. You don't need a fucking ruler of this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Especially with the fact that you did have the North break away. Well, the North. Not the... only that, but you also burn. We also melted the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You broke all <laughs> symbolism. Like the whole... All of King's Landing is decimated. The amount of cost to repair that city would have been more than the fucking Iron Bank had. Golden Bank, whatever the Iron bank. bank. Iron Bank, yeah, yeah okay. Um, it, like, you're talking absurd amount of money. And then we're talking about the loss of food and supply that the North had. Yep. Like, without being a part of the full nation, they're not lasting the winter. They're dead. All of the North is dead from that. Uh, just like we're talking yeah. now we're talking like logistics of what the fuck they just chose yeah north is dead yeah they fucked up bran got put in charge <laughs> they're gonna be left in some weird limbo place because now it's peter dinklage basically ruling yeah which is okay except you then put brom the backstabbing piece <laughs> of shit who will do anything for money like will literally drown a baby for money yeah. and you put him as the coin the master of coin coin. i'm sorry no he's a piece of shit (laughs) i don't care how much people like him for what he's done he got paid for it like literally he's a sellsword and a piece of shit he should never have given any power to him no well i mean he did owe him a castle and he gave him high garden which means he did make him a lord yeah that's fine like, you fill out your word, but you never give him more than that. And the fact that he is now Lord of Coin, you can you can almost guarantee that he's going to abuse that power for his sub, for the people underneath him. 
because he doesn't give a fuck about the people. Yeah. He cares about the coin. Like, you gave him literally the worst position possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't disagree. I don't disagree with you, but I also, I liked who they ended up, who ended up on the high council, who ended up on the high council, because it was a lot of, for the most part, it was people who weren't from, you know, big families like Sam is, but Sam's also lived as you know, the outcast, as the outcast, yeah. and as with pe- people that were below, you know, the caste system and all that, or in the yeah. lower part of the caste system. Yeah, yeah. Brienne, kind of the same way. Like, yes, she is from a high house. But she's also lived most of at least this story that we've known, wandering, you know, Westeros and being, you know, a part of like seeing the people and yeah, and all that. So I, I appreciated all that. Um, and then Davos, da, yeah, Davos. He, he's I mean, perfect. I got nothing bad to say about perfect Davos. choice. <laughs> yeah, Davos was done perfectly, yeah. and like that choice was one hundred percent right. Yeah. Um, I just I'm I my big issue is with Braun. With Braun, yeah. he he shouldn't have been on that council at all. It's it's. It just leads to everything going bad. Yeah, we'll see. You know, the wheel the wheel was broken and then it just keep turns and keeps turning anyway, you know. Yeah, the idea of like yeah <laughs> that the wheel is broken and it will never turn the same is basically yeah. how they want to talk about it. like brand the broken is the, the, the representative of the breaking of it and it's yeah. like fuck. I love the memes though about <laughs> Brand the Broken and he's like or you know, Bran just yeah, just brand. Just brand. One of it was suppose it. Uh, oh, broken, broken brand. No, no oh, lady wheel. feely or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, like no feeling. I was like, that's fucking beautiful. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Well, then you get to well, just before that too, you have John or Tyrion telling John that he's you know going to the Night's Watch again. It's like. There's no night to watch, guys. Come on. Yeah. None whatsoever. <laughs> like, that's just... I mean, I get that was... I could see Grey Worm getting tricked into doing that, though. Yeah. I could very... That's basically, that's basically what happened. Yeah. Is they were like, oh, we'll send her the night's watch. Like, okay. Well, the wildlings are cool now. Yeah. There's, so... <laughs> there's no watch. Yeah. The watch is done. Yeah. So he Yay. just gets to go north and live out his days in, in north. In exile. In exile. You know, which, you know... Sure, that sucks, but but really, because that's where he wants to be anyway. Exactly, he's like, <laughs> I'm done with all this anyway. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There was uh, and yet another very like, and it almost the ending almost kind of felt very Lord of the Rings to me. With one having like three endings. Yeah. Two having the book, you know, show up with the Song of Ice and Fire at the end with mm-hmm. the council as well. And then the the scene, this very long extended scene that was probably not necessary, of all three of the Starks kind of getting their wish and walking slowly through whatever wherever they're at, mm-hmm. and all that like again, beautifully shot. Yep. Very well done, but a very huge waste of time. Yep. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like. We, especially because I have didn't portray- feel emotions at that point. Yeah. Like at the, once it got to that point, I was like almost numbed the whole situation. And like, that's a big issue when you're talking about a ending of a series. Yeah. Like that's actually where I stopped the episode when I watched it the second time. I was like, okay, this is just them walking. Like, I don't need to yeah, see this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh God. I, I want to kind of circle back on Jon Snow killing Daenerys. Daenerys. Cause it's okay. like, that was, that was supposed to be the big thing. That was something. Yeah. 
that was the biggest thing and her talking about how like her clearly showing that she did lose her mind when he was trying to talk her into being like do you understand that you're not always good do you understand that there is differences there and she didn't and like one there were literally just two scenes that would have shown her talking to herself or kind of like that where kind of like get into her mindset would have made that perfect but without those contexts I feel like this, the killing of her is necessary, but a little out of place with the character herself. Like yep. it shouldn't like, and I'm, I, I know a lot of people are like up in arms over the idea of her being evil, of her like being killed or her becoming this villain in general. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. Yeah. No, I'm okay with it. Um, I just, I feel like, I feel like that scene would have had far more impact with just a couple more setups. And because of without those setups, it becomes almost a lackluster scene. It becomes almost a, well, this was going to happen. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of really what I feel about the whole season is it's just, there just wasn't enough of the story. Mm -hmm. There wasn't enough buildup with all the buildup we've had. You're not giving these characters enough time to truly, exhibit what's going on with them you're just kind of boom 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 we're just rolling through it and you're doing it based on us assuming we mean, granted we all know what happened throughout the show but us just kind of going oh well they'll get it they know what's going on like yeah okay we do but it doesn't make it a better story when we don't see it yeah like you're you're just taking the highlight reel and without the context the highlights are pointless yeah like, if you just watch a home run on a baseball game, you're like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. But if you got shown how fucked up the situation was before, like, trying to get the people on the bases, like, how yeah. this was, like, the critical moment where, like, you know, the game was on this point. Like, yeah. he needed to get a home run. He's three and he's three and two. Like, everything, bases are loaded. You need that. You need the context around what's happening for it to actually have importance. That's why I like sports movies more than I like sports, to be honest. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) well, no, I like, I mean, like, I love watching sports because I watch the full game. Yeah. In in a game, you get all those highs and lows. But either way, um, you, I don't know how I feel about Arya going off on adventuring. Really? I feel like it was more of a cop out for them to make a uh, the side series show about her. Assuming that's actually going to happen. They've already said that there's going to be two spin-off shows. Well, yeah, but, but they well, there's, th- no, there's three. Oh, there is going to be three. One that's actually starting next year it takes place uh, at the time the White Walkers were created. Yes, yes, I didn't know that one. And then there's two other ones that are coming, but we don't know okay. about them. Okay, so I'm I, so I was I was talking about those two. Yeah, it's possible, but I don't I really don't think Maisie Williams is. I don't see why she wouldn't do that. At least not right now. Maybe at some point, but I don't. I, I don't see why she wouldn't though. Yeah, I mean, I could see it either way, but I feel like all of them are kind of done with with Game of Thrones for the moment. They they love it. Maybe it's a huge part of their life, but I think they all just want some time. <laughs> not to mention, if you do an Arya spinoff series, now you're talking about possibly incorporating old characters back in as well. No, I because I don't think you are because of the fact that she is going west yeah. of Westeros. Like, well, you're talking a brand new land. Yeah. Well, supposedly. 
I mean, and they'll and, and, and to, they'll to, write it to make it that yeah, way, though. To me, it's like okay, there's just going to be a really big ocean, and they're going to end up at Karth, like because it's spear. It's, <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know how their world. We, their we don't universe know that. Works. Just... <laughs> like it might be exactly how the map shows, and the yeah. sun is in the middle, and the the world is surrounded outside of it. Yeah. Okay. That's like, true. I we mean, we have be, no we idea. Like, but, uh, like we're just... talking about different <laughs> dragons exist, motherfucker. Yeah. Like this is not a. That's <laughs> true. I'm just saying. Like I just. Like when I saw, it, I was like, okay, that's cool, but like she's probably just gonna end up in Karth. Like that's probably. Maybe. What I I just I think it would be. I think it's. I think it was only put in there to show that hey, we can do this if if the money's right. Yeah. We'll see. I hate. I mean, Sansa. I, I wouldn't. I, I, see, I and that's the thing is, I actually really liked Sansa this season, up until that scene because I was just kind of like. Bitch, you just want to be queen. Like, yep. yeah, she, she did. Like, let's she was. Here. It was just almost like the the north. Like, yes, I get they've endured more probably than any other kingdom, mm-hmm. and I understand all that. And they probably wouldn't be happy about bending the knee, but it is Bran who is a Stark, and really, it just comes down to you want to be queen. You did. That's a hundred percent. If <laughs> if if Tyrion was like Sansa is the queen, she would have been like yes, yeah, without well, even, even a second on her guess. face when she said Bran. She was like. You yeah, know, she got all butthurt. Yeah, that's it was a hundred percent just like, oh no, I want the power, I want it. It's me, yeah. me, and I'm just like, fuck off. <laughs> like you just show, it almost it reverted her back to almost season one. Yeah, of just that selfishness instead of learning the lessons of what has been done before and just. Yeah, I agree. It was it was disappointing to see that for sure. It was like, oh, she's come so far. And now she's like, oh, I just want to be queen. So the mm-hmm. North is going to be doing its own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, it was poor choice. I don't. I don't agree with that right. at all. So whole season. Whole season. What do you give it? Uh, I think this is the worst season of all of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. At that point, I still give it a seven. Okay. It's like a C. A seven. Yeah, a C. C. I agree. I would give it about a C as well. Yeah. Um, because like I said, they're. A, Still, still entertaining, and ep- every episode individually I enjoy. But just in the context of the whole story, I'm always just kind of like, "This is we need more, mm-hmm. we need more." Not quite what I wanted. Um, I mean, I'm not like super angry about it. I'm not sitting. No, there. I'm, I'm not. not like you know, signing petitions to have HBO give it a rewrite. You know, yeah, rewrite, rewrite the series. Oh yeah, some people were doing that. I was well, like. Oh, and, mm. No, there's like a million people that have signed that position. There's like 1.2 last time I checked. Okay. Well, what's funny is I read an article about the guy that started that petition. Mm-hmm. He did an interview with this this news whatever this website. No, oh, did he? Um, and he talks about how they know HBO will never do it. Yeah. And it's just you know basically expressing disappointment and all that. And then he proceeds to quote the Joker from The Dark Knight, and says it's not about the money; it's about sending a message. I was like, okay, well, you're a fucking psychopath. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, here's the thing. Like, if that many people are really that upset and really want that change, and it's, if it's not about the money, cool. Send them 20 bucks. 1.5 million was what he was looking for. If 1.5 million people send $20 their way, guess what? They're like, cool, that's a good base amount for us to actually start working on that again. Cool, do it. They, None of them will do it. No. Like, no, they can all fuck off with it. Yeah. Like, you can, Well, shit, 20 million will barely pay for, like, an episode and a half, dude. 
you're that's, talking about but one point. <laughs> but but that's what I mean. Like it would be a beginning for that. Yeah. Like that's it's, a good. It's base not going to happen. It's just and it was that was him saying like, you know, it's not about getting what we want. It's about you know telling them we're unhappy. Basically, it was just like, all right, dude, you, whatever. Like y'all are taking this weight. Like it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I I love television. Like I have I love television. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is definitely my thing. But I also understand that it's not, you know, I I also understand that it is just television. Where a lot of people, I just it fascinates me that a lot of people just cannot seem to make that distinction in their head. Like they are so passionate. Like I get passion is great. And it's awesome, but like you also have to keep yourself at least a little bit in reality. <laughs> See, the problem, the, the issue with that is people need escapism. I get it, um, I, dude. I, I no, get no, no, it. no, no. I know, um, but I feel like a lot of people don't have enough self-awareness to it, no. and that leads to issues of imbalance between reality and non-reality. Um, they take. I mean, that's why you see people. That's why misery was written. In the first place, with Stephen King, mm. like that that idea has existed forever, and it will continue to exist, uh, because there are people who just don't have shit right in their life, and instead of trying to deal with reality on reality's terms, they're going to escape, yeah. and because of that, you have these fandoms that go fucking absurd when something doesn't end right or yeah. do something right. Uh, I I mean I understand. I just it blows my mind. How upset people are over it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's it's a TV show, guys, and it's still one of the best TV shows ever made. Yeah, hands down. It could have been like, the it could have been it, the best. It could have, which is what I'm annoyed with yeah. more than anything. It's like I understand where their anger is, but like, it's you're you're right. It's still one of the best, but the problem is it could have been the best. Period. There could have been. But nothing. I, but I don't know about that because there were so many different ways that this could have ended that it it was there was no way they were ever gonna please everyone. I don't. There's no way. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know the ending. I'm actually okay. Like, if they would have filled in the context around it, yeah, all it I, I would have been a hundred percent fine, and this would have been the best show ever. Period. Yeah. If yeah, you that's... just if you just would have filled in the context of it, you you shortchanged yourself yeah. and you fucked it up. Yeah. Like. That's all I can say. Like, ba- like, in a, the problem that I really see is that um, Battle of the Bastards was done after they were done with the books. Mm. Like, that was out of books. That was on their own, kind of doing their writing. And that is my favorite episode by far. Like, fully, fully done yeah. with context and everything. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. And it shows that those writers, the the two brothers. They're not brothers. They're not yeah. brothers? Oh, no. they look so similar. No, Either way. They don't, but... Yeah, they do. <laughs> do uh, no. When they're looking... Uh, I've been watching their interviews. They look They look close enough. Uh, okay, but no. Either way. <laughs> Either way. They... They can do a great job. They can make amazing stuff. What yeah. the fuck happened, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh, it really did... They, they put that time crunch on themselves, because HBO would have gladly let that show go... As long as they needed it. Forever. Yep. You know? Yep. And it's, you just chose to, and like we said, we may find out as the years go on that, you know, the cast was all done and, you know, they, the the writers were just, you know, ready to go move on to their Star Wars trilogy that they're doing next and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And it may just be like, you know what? We just didn't have it anymore. You know, 
we just didn't have the pieces as like we did before. And you know what? Like, okay, shit happens. People move on. You know, they get, they get, and thing. This is, I think, this is the reason why I keep my my base of reality when it comes to television shows, especially big television shows or action shows like this, is the amount of work and effort and the people that it goes into make those shows is insane. Yeah. And I always have that in the back of my mind. Even when I'm completely enraptured by the story, I'm still in the back of my head going, wow, I wonder how many people it took to make, you know, shoot this scene or do this or how long it took. Yeah. You know, and I even, I even think about shows like the, the Arrowverse shows where they spend nine and a half months putting a 22 episode season together, working 15 to 18 hour days. Mm-hmm. Like that is insane. Yeah. You know, the, the Battle of Winterfell, that was 55 nights in a row. So I talked at the beginning of this episode about how I've worked 22 of the last 25 days, and I was working six to eight-hour days. Mm-hmm. If you told me I had to work another 33 straight and double my time, I would lose my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Like I would lose it. I would completely lose my mind. So I had, like regardless of how I feel about the season itself and how well it was done or not, like I have to tip my hat to everybody that was involved because they did something that has never been done before. Yeah. And... It, it was amazing. It was beautifully done. And I give them all the credit in the world for that because at least they did it. You know, yeah, <laughs> all I mean, these people that are, you know, talking about, Oh, like this sucks. And I need to rewrite it and redo it. What, none of these people are doing anything with their lives. They're not, you know, go write a screenplay and see if you can get it greenlit. No Good shit. Luck. You know what I mean? Like go, go do, if you really feel that passionately, like you could do so much better then fucking do it. Stop and, complaining and telling other people they need to do better. How about you fucking do it? And their first complaint is like, <laughs> well, I'm not getting funded. It's like, bitch, start on your iPhone. Trust yeah, me. None of them got funded at first. No. They all had to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. They all did their days, you know, working, you know, working screenplays and coffee shops and taking bullshit roles mm-hmm. until they got there. Like, if you really have that big of a problem with it, then go do better. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's my little last two cents on that. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's uh, overall meh. Which is sad. Yeah. It's a meh conclusion to something phenomenal. Yeah. It's true. So, I agree. But I still, like I said, I still tip my hat to him. Yeah. Good and, for them. Yeah. And more power to him. I'm excited to see what everybody goes on to do going forward. Yeah. I do wonder it, how, especially, it's going to be Jon Snow, I think, is going to have the issue of being not Jon Snow. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he has planned. But I'm I'm interested to see if he goes, uh, what was the the, the series? If he does a, a Daniel Radcliffe, yeah, or oh god, who's the other one? The Weasley kid, Rupert Grant. Yeah, if he does, yeah. Which yeah. with path, which path is he gonna go? Like, because yeah. Rupert didn't do so hot. Yeah. I mean, he's got transition. a couple television shows now, but... But even then, they're not the greatest. Like, he's no, just... It's just not that I mean, great. I, well, I haven't seen Snatch. I've seen uh, Sick Note, and I wasn't... I was like, yeah. Yeah, the, I watched Sick Note as well, and yeah. I was like, nah, you didn't... Yeah. But then you look at... Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe, who's done, who's done amazing things. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he's done more things that are duds that we haven't seen, but, like... Almost everything that I've seen with him was just phenomenal. No, no he does a good job. So, so well, I think that also will equate to what his actual Kit Harrington's actual acting ability is. True. Outside of Jon Snow. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what comes with that. I think Sophie Turner apparently is just going to do a bunch of stuff because she's Sophie Turner. 
Um, right. Amelia, Amelia Clark as well, I feel like, will do really well. I do, um, yeah. Maisie Williams, I, I think she can do really well, but she herself has said because she doesn't fit the the typical, you know, leading lady type, you know, mm-hmm. look, that it'll be harder for her to get roles. So I think it's just going to be her doing more creative shit. I, you know, it'll, it won't be her in rom-coms and shit. It'll be, you know, more... Di- weird different stuff i'm totally okay with her getting into the world of like sci-fi and fantasy like yeah. and just becoming that actor that's in all of them yeah. um because I, I mean she had her little stint on uh doctor who yep and i thought that was great and i feel like she could very easily just live in this world of like the yeah. the nerddom world yeah. um and be that actor yeah. so but that's up to her. Whatever she wants to do. Yeah. Like I'm, well, I'm, what, I'm what down. I'm there. down with giving pretty much all of them my screen yeah. time. Like Absolutely. None, no one, no one did poorly, and I'm more than willing to watch each of them do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see Dark Phoenix in a couple weeks. You know. I think that's gonna be bad, but just because of. Not because of her, but not because, because of her. <laughs> yeah. Like well, although, but, although in all reality, when I watched her in the other yeah X-Men, I was like. Mm, maybe you're not the greatest actor. We'll see. This one this will one definitely is, put her in the spotlight. Yeah, obviously. this is a hundred percent about her. Yeah. So we're like, all right. Well, and that's and that's what is so well to go off on a random tangent while we end here. Like that's what's frustrating about the X Men franchise in general since it's been first class is you have amazing actors in these movies and the story is not giving them anything to work with. Nothing. And it frustrates the hell out of me. So we'll see how Dark Phoenix ends. But anyway, Game of Thrones overall. Amazing show, rough ending, but again, they've accomplished something truly amazing and probably won't see for a very long time again. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good wrap up with that. Yeah. I think I think it was just really well done yeah. Um, until the end. Yeah. I, it just, you, you tripped at the finish line is the best analogy I can think of with this. Yeah. Um, so... Well, right now. Yeah, that's it. Yay. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, this yeah. this this lackluster ending is about the yeah. same equivalence of theirs. Yeah. So it's true. Hope well, you all like this. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, as always, you know, like good, like, subscribe, share with your friends if you do like it. We appreciate it. Yep. Um, you guys have a good one. Have a good one.